Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to You Better You Bet, live from Radio Row, getting you ready for the big game with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. It is a tremendous football Thursday. Oh, it's tremendous. It is right. Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley. It is You Better You Bet. And it's you here with us on the BetQL Network. Simulcast for the next two hours by our friends at Stadium. And what a two hours it's going to be live from Radio Row at the site of Super Bowl 58, Las Vegas, Nevada. Tons of great guests will be joining us as we move along. Adam Chernoff's going to join us in just a second. Our friend who's joined us on the show all season to break down Super Bowl 58. Rob Pozzola is coming up later this hour. Our friends Kelly Stewart, Kelly in Vegas, and Pam Maldonado will stop by in 20 minutes. And awesome uh, hashtag surprises along the way. Mystery guests. We'll bring Churn on in a second. But we got (laughs) to remind our listeners and viewers and everyone watching on Stadium right now, Alex, you have to stop fist pumping because it's just like I, I, he's very, he's very excited about everything that we're doing well. BetMGM giving their online sportsbook customers the opportunity to win a grand prize of up to $58,000 if you can predict the most big game prop bets correctly. Head to the promotions tab, create an entry for the BetMGM big game prop bet challenge and earn the chance to win up to fifty-eight grand. Sounds good to me. Make sure to download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. And joining us right now on the show, awesome to have him on. I guess like one last time for a little bit, we hope to do some stuff with them over the course of the offseason, is our good friend Adam Chernoff, who does amazing stuff with our friends over at Right Angle Sports and uh, the Simple Handicap Podcast, which people can find uh, wherever the hell you find your podcasts. And AdamChernoff.com as well. People can check out his NFL betting newsletter, which I think is running through the entire offseason on Twitter at Adam Chernoff. Chern, welcome back to You Better You Bet. Nick and Ken, what's up? <laughs> Look at you guys, Super Bowl MVPs, pro, pro Football Hall of Famers. You've got everybody stopping by. And what an honor to almost be bumped by Turtle in the first hour. That was exciting for me. But I'm, I'm glad everyone's stopping by the booth to see Ken and catch up with Ken after all of these years. Yes. Good to see you guys yeah, having just, it's fun. A, it's a lot, of Ken, a lot of Ken people. Got a lot of Locky fans walking around here. It's everybody's <laughs> Lock. Love you, Lock. Nah, Nick's like a celebrity around here. It's pretty cool. Uh, Adam, I, I don't think, did we have Adam on last week? 
Talk no. about the game? No. no. We, haven't, we haven't talked about the Super Bowl yet. This is crazy. Uh, Niners a two-point favorite, 47 and a half. Uh, you can start. Why don't we just start with the side? Mahomes is a dog again, third straight playoff game. Got bet against in both of the first two games. That didn't go great for people. Now people are bet, stepping up to bet the Niners again for large amounts of money. What do you make of the market for the side for the Super Bowl? Uh, give me the Niners on the money line. And it was actually a bit of a surprise to me to see it come down as low as it did. Uh, this was a number that was definitely on the other side of three. And I think what makes this handicap so interesting is where do you fall on the priors coming into this game? Are you valuing the regular season more? Are you valuing the recent performance more? What's the difference between the two? Uh, for me, I think the recent performance a little bit overhyped on Kansas City coming in. And really, it's been the Niners' defense falling off. And and I just don't believe that this unit, with the talent they have on defense, is going to play as bad as they have the last two weeks in this Super Bowl as well. So I'm I'm looking at this and thinking that this has come down quite a bit. I like the Niners here on the money line. Minus 125 is the price I took, but uh, certainly still good at current numbers. A lot better than that as well. So, so, Churn, we've had a lot of guests on the show this week. Candidly, most like the Kansas City Chiefs, maybe a, a couple here and there, like San Francisco in the game. It feels like everyone's saying the same thing. I like X, but I'm not extremely confident in the outcome. Now, I'm going to put words in your mouth right now, and this may not be true. It sounds like you are confident in this bet, because we haven't had many people can come no. on and be like, I love a side in this game. And it's, I love San Francisco. Nobody yeah, said that. It's like, yeah. I like Kansas City, but, you know, all these <laughs> All these other that things that happen. That is how they say it. Sure. But, Churn, it sounds like, and again, like you tell us how you feel about it. How do you feel your level of confidence in the Niners cashing your bet winning Super Bowl 58 on Sunday? I'm very confident. I think it's a really good price for the 49ers, and I think it really has come down too far. And if we're just looking matchup stuff, we can dive into all sorts of angles and props. I think that the 49ers wide receivers and their skilled players, the physicality, that they put on the field, their size, how good they are in blocking, how good they are outside, is just going to be such a different task for this Chiefs defense to face. Uh, they've got away with a lot of press coverage, man coverage, playing tight to the line. I think that's really going to be hard to do against the 49ers skilled players. I think it's going to be a big game for Brock Purdy as well. So I uh, feel quite confident on the Niners money line for sure. So, Adam, why don't we talk about, like, kind of how the game plays out then? So, you really like San Francisco. You think they're more likely to win than the price, minus 125, minus 130 in the Super Bowl. The total's 47 and a half. What kind of game? You already kind of – I want to ask you about Purdy, too. You say you think he's going to have a good game. Is it just the Niners are going to score a lot? They win blowing out the Chiefs? Is that possible, like what Tampa did a few years ago? How do you see the game playing out kind of from a total standpoint? I would say in 15 plus years of doing this, I've never had more people disagree or challenge my sort of thoughts on a game and how I see it playing out. So this has been an interesting point of contention uh, anytime that I've kind of discussed it the last two weeks. For me, I think in this game specifically, I can see a path where the Niners do what Shanahan, we, we know that he is really good at tackling weaknesses of opposing defenses. That's what he does well. And I think on, on like the surface level, it looks like that is running against the Kansas City defense. But I, I just I don't know if that's going to be as overwhelming as, as it may have been sort of being discussed to be because the Chiefs defense has really been able to focus on the run because of how great their corners have been outside by themselves in one-on-one -on -one and isolated matchups. 
And I really, truly believe that against these 49ers skill players and the different types of formations that San Francisco used with mul multiple tight ends, multiple running backs, I think that allows San Francisco to give looks in the passing game and rely on the physicality of these guys to do things and put these Chiefs defensive backs in binds they just haven't been in the last couple of weeks. So I think it's a spot where San Francisco comes out throwing a little bit more than expected to open up opportunities in the run. And then I think there is a massive emphasis on getting a lead for San Francisco, which I think they do. And we see this pass rush up front for San Francisco really have a big impact unlike the last couple of weeks. And they're going to be able to adjust after being embarrassed by Andy Reid and the Chiefs a season ago in a very similar game plan they've seen the last two weeks from the Lions and Packers. I think they get it right this third time. So it's a, an early Niners lead, tight game back and forth for four quarters. And when did the Niners hold on to win? I think it's, again, going to be a big game for the passing attack of San Francisco. It sounds like uh, first half over, second half under, maybe your thought in this game, if you had to conceptualize like the way both halves are going to play out, Churn. I, honestly, Nick, I think the total is really fair. Half and full game, it's it's in that that low 20s aside type of range. I think for both of these teams, I can see San Francisco by three to six in a game that maybe uh, finishes a little bit closer than it looks just in how it plays out. Uh, but I think the total, both full game and first half are pretty fair, Nick. What are, uh, what are a couple of your favorite prop bets for the game? Player performance, stuff you've heard little john debuting okay with, so i'll uh, just you want me to go rapid what do you got? fire here or just kind of team what, up one by your one? your best stuff yeah but well just your best stuff okay. give us a, give us a few that you like so purdy alternate rush yards under seven and a half that's two to one right now uh that number has closed five and a half or seven and a half for the majority of the season including the last couple weeks and i, I mean he's had 50 rush attempts Ken, uh, more than half of them have been kneel downs or sneaks. He's not a mobile quarterback. He's had two designed runs all season. So they're not calling run plays for Purdy. So any bet on Purdy over is betting that there is going to be broken plays that he manages to scramble and find yardage. In a big game like this, I don't want to be betting overs on something where the offensive play caller is not calling that type of play. And so to me, this number has been inflated way too much reminds me of the burrow rushing prop against the rams a couple years ago in the super bowl i'll go alternate under at seven and a half a two to one that main line is 12 and a half i like that under two a uh, couple more that that really stand out pacheco rushing attempts under at 16 and a half uh, all of his big games and big attempt games have come when the chiefs have been leading comfortably anytime that there's a tight game or the chiefs are trailing they rightfully put the ball in the hands of Patrick Mahomes. And I, I really think that the Niners are going to be able to lead for the majority of the game. And we see Pacheco in these rush attempts, uh, which is at a really big number of 16 and a half. We see that as a number that's too high as well. Do uh, you want me to jump over to some defensive props or... Uh, I well, can just I, keep about, rolling. Well, I got a handful. No, well, well I'll, I'll send you to the defensive props in a second. You better you bet with Nick and Ken live from Radio Row. Our guest is Adam Chernoff, Simple Handicap Podcast on Twitter, at Adam Chernoff. I feel like I want to call you Adam like contrarian off right now. Everyone likes Kansas City. You like the Niners. Everyone likes the Purdy rushing yards over. You like the under. Everyone likes Pacheco to have like a billion carries in the game. You like Pacheco under. Do you feel like, and you could win all the bets. Do you feel like you're kind of like a big time contrarian entering this game? 
Well, I, I, I don't plan on or try to be one. And this was what has really been catching me off guard is like I, I am betting these and looking at some of these numbers and seeing like this looks off, this looks off, this looks too high, this looks too low. And then sure enough, you look at where some of these bets are falling and how they're piling up and what you're hearing in general. And it's like everybody on the other side. And so when I was saying a few minutes ago, when I've had a ton of contention on thoughts on this game, it's a little bit unusual, but it's been pretty overwhelming. So Nick, I'm not trying to be, but I mean, these are certainly standing out as, as numbers being just like, they're almost being discussed. Like it's assumed it's going to happen. And it would be a surprise if it didn't. And I'm like, you're looking at at Purdy. He's closing five and a half, and now his number's up to twelve and a half. He doesn't get designed runs, and it's like it, it's a foregone conclusion with this Pacheco number that the Chiefs are running away with this game. And I just I don't think that's going to be the case. So to me, these look look pretty high. You have some defensive props based on the props you've given up so far. It's like everybody thinks Trent McDuffie is good. Actually, he sucks or something like that. It's like people say Fred Warner's good. Oh, I'm not so sure. Uh, been really contrarian so far, but you mentioned you have some defensive props. Uh, what do you like? A lot of these, I'm guessing, only available for the Super Bowl. Yeah, really one of the hard parts with this game is the Chiefs for the whole season had basically 9 to 11 guys every single game priced on the offensive side. And the 49ers offensively, their target distribution and who gets touches is limited to so few guys that this was a really easy game to price from an offensive skill position prop perspective. And so you're right, Ken, on the defensive side, you're getting a lot of these for the first time. So a really good example of that is Nick Bolton. You can find his assists individually. Aside from tackles plus assists, there's just an assist market. Uh, he's listed at two and a half minus 140 or three and a half plus 105 to the over. I think he's going to be involved a ton and he's the off ball linebacker. There's been 25 off ball linebackers this season that have played the 49ers that have gone over this number. The Niners have played 19 games. And the reason that that's so high is because the 49ers allow the most tackle opportunities to opposing linebackers and the fewest tackle opportunities to opposing defensive backs. They play everything in really tight formations at the highest percentage. It, it results in a lot of linebackers for opponents playing the 49ers getting involved in a ton of plays. And so Bolton assists over two and a half or three and a half of plus money. I like that. I would also play his tackles plus assists. If you have that, that's eight and a half over is minus 140. And then the other one I would throw at you guys, Nick Bosa tackles and assists over three and a half. That is at plus 135. He was embarrassed last season against the Chiefs. In the last two games, he's been picked on a lot with these outside runs. Extra time to prepare, extra time to to get it right, as well as extra time to to have seen this recently, as well as in the previous matchup. And so I, I think he's going to be much more aware of not getting burned, getting too vertical on his pass rush. There's not a lot of need to as well because Mahomes just doesn't take a lot of sacks. So I think he's going to be a lot more involved outside on the edge containing some of these runs. And there's going to be much more of an opportunity to generate tackles than he is just going to be labeled as a pure pass rusher in a lot of these spots. And so I I like his over tackles and assists plus 135 at three and a half. Churn 30 seconds for this answer, a hard 30 seconds. You like the Niners in the game, who wins MVP? And if you're wrong and the Chiefs win the game, who wins MVP for Kansas City? 30 seconds for the answer. 
I like Debo Samuel on the Niners side at a really big number. Uh, it's come down quite a bit, so I would label it that. But I think the obvious answer is McCaffrey around four to one. I don't think Purdy gets it on the Chiefs side. If Kansas City wins, I, I can't see a situation where it's not going to be Patrick Mahomes. If I had to take a flyer we off can. of that, Chris Jones at like a hundred to one, who just becomes Chris a pure Jones. game record. But who? I I think it's probably <laughs> Mahomes. Who? I, I think it's, it's probably Mo- I, I don't I think it's Mahomes either way, Casey <laughs> wins. That's and Nick does this to everybody, Adam. He's like he's Mike Jones the oh, rabbit. Chris man. Jones. That's uh, what he's going sure, for. Sure, good job, buddy. Yeah, Hopefully we can do this like as we approach. And I'm gonna pick up on that reference real well. <laughs> Churn's been mourning Toby Keith as a good Canadian oh, for the yeah. last couple days. Churn, we appreciate it. On Twitter at Adam Chernoff. We'll t- talk to Churn coming up down the road. Check out his website, AdamChernoff.com. Coming up next, Pam Maldonado, Kelly Stewart with Nick and Ken. Bringing the action of the big game to you. It's You Better You Bet, live from Radio Row in Las Vegas. You're listening to You Better You Bet, live from Radio Row, getting you ready for the big game with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. I enjoyed the uh, the repartee there with uh, with Kelly and Pam. You can tell fun. they you can tell they host a podcast together. Let's put it that way. <laughs> a like, lot of back and forth. I like how Kelly cracked at the end with the last look her in the look eye. In the eye. I, can, I can't. <laughs> which is absolutely which is absolutely awesome. All right, coming up in a little bit, we'll be joined by our BetQL Network teammate, uh, Super Bowl champion with the Denver Broncos, linebacker Brandon Marshall. B Marsh will stop by. We think. Starting next hour on the show, Doug Kaziri and our pal from OnlyPlayers.com, formerly of ESPN. Doug will join us as well. And I, I don't know. We'll probably have a lot of other guests 17 as 17 well, other people. That's, yeah. how, that's how it's going. Ariel Epstein, the prop queen, is going to stop by. Well, the, I, the royal court will be finally well, assembled for the first time well, on the air, she, right? Well, she's smart. She trademarked her thing. I didn't trademark Wagertainment, and it got stolen. So. And what about, does, is somebody else the prop king or just you? Prob- I, I, honestly, like, someone else can take it. You know it. the craziest part is, I bet if I searched it, I bet you're the only one that comes up for something that's like, I got to be honest, like pretty, pretty straightforward. I'll, I'll, you know what? Someone else get, take it. I'll come up with something else. I'm creative. It's fine. Take it. It's, it's totally yours. fine. Uh, all right. But before we get to that, we have to welcome to the show our good friend, pro sports better, Rob Bazola. And it's been awesome having Rob on the show all season. We had him on last week and just did like a potpourri of NFL topics, which means now we can focus on hashtag the big game. You know, the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday with the Niners and the Chiefs. Rob's on Twitter at Rob Pizzola. Um, You can check out The Hammer on Twitter, his sports betting content company at The Hammer HQ. And his sports betting podcast is Circles Off. Find it wherever you find your podcast. Rob, welcome back to the show. Nick and Ken, happy Super Bowl week. Yeah, happy Super Bowl week to you guys as well. I did a quick search just now of hashtag Prop King, and uh, it's mostly Nick results. There's just I'm 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 shocked. Like I'm floored. No one else has tried to take this name, but it it's mostly Nick results. So it it's yours, Nick. If you want it, you could probably still trademark it. I I think the opportunity. Do you know how much there. it costs? I mean, because I know the answer. Do you know how much it costs to trademark something? I have not a single clue. It's like it's minimum, and the reason why I know is because my agents. I said to my agents. I'm trying to get my facts. I said to him, should we trademark wager tame? And he said, yeah, he looked it up. It was $5,000. And I said, yeah, you know, maybe we'll pass on it. And then Odyssey was like, well, we'll pay it. Only 5,000. Yeah. So I don't think I'm going to pay $5,000, but yeah, whatever. There you go. There it is. Uh, I mean, these cash grabs nowadays, I I remember uh, just a very short story. We'll talk Super Bowl quickly, but I remember when we, we founded BetStamp and uh, BetStamp was growing. We had the opportunity to buy the URL very quickly, like betstamp.com or whatever it was. And it, it was like a couple grand. Then we're like, ah, you know what? It's not worth it. And then we grew pretty quickly right away. And we inquired again. And that price had like 10 times 
over the course of three months. And we're like, I guess we're going with .app instead of .com. So uh, I know what this uh, I know what this stuff costs. Generally speaking, uh, what a nightmare. Competing with like the, the U.S. Postal Service or something. What do you uh, What do you like on the side of the game, Rob? Chernoff just came on a couple segments ago. Made the first really confident pro San Francisco case. We probably had the entire week. Uh, honestly, as confident as I've heard anybody kind of sell the Niners in this game. Are you on that side? Do you like a side in the game? Niners by two in the Super Bowl. Well, first of all, I'm happy that that Chernoff got his spot because he was devastated when he thought he was getting bumped for Turtle earlier on. Uh, he messaged me and he's like, uh, are you getting bumped for Turtle as well? I'm like, listen, uh, Churn, I, I don't know, man. Uh, these these things in Vegas. Well, Rob, Rob, they- Rob, can I ask you a question? Because you, you host a podcast. If you had the opportunity to have Jerry Ferrara or Adam Chernoff on, who would you pick? You, you know what? True story. We we pursued Jerry Ferraro at, at as like part of the hammer when we first launched as well. Like I, I was huge into entourage. Like, anyways, I, I, I don't. No disrespect to Big Churn, but like you know, you can land him any <laughs> right. single week. Would you like to have Jerry yeah, Ferrara on? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, Rob, you were saying I'm <laughs> hanging up on Chernoff. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, what do you like on the side? What are you, what are you doing? Are you with Churn on San Francisco? Okay. I, I immediately bet Kansas City upon open in this game. The, the number I bet was plus 118. It moved. I bet some more at plus 113. I thought that was the best we were ever going to see of the number. We're just hanging around in that zone right now. At the sports book that I bet it at, we're at plus 114 right now. I, I still like the Chiefs in the game, but like, let's just be very clear here. If this was a regular Sunday NFL, you know, regular season game, it's probably not going to be on my card. I just want to wager on the Super Bowl. Uh, I get all the turnoff arguments. I actually think that's a very sound case to build for San Francisco. But I think where people get lost, especially in the playoffs and like buying into the recency bias type of things, and this sort of reminds me of the Cincinnati Bengals run a few years back as well, is that the playoffs are not the exact same game as the regular season. Like, yes, they're playing football on a field. And like, there's a lot of the nuances that are the same, but it's fundamentally called different. Teams call the game differently. There's a lot more nerves because there's a lot more at stake. And a lot of those factors, in my opinion, favor Kansas City. And it's one of the reasons why they've gone on this run over the course of the playoffs. Uh, in particular, Kansas City was a heavily penalized team this year. I heard you guys talking about that with Eric Eager when he was on yesterday. Those penalties are way down in the playoffs. You don't get them called enough. That's going to benefit Kansas City a lot. It turns a lot of those stalled drives into drives where they can just continue moving the ball on the ground or with that short, quick passing game. Uh, I don't think San Francisco is nearly at the level that they were when they were being priced what they were in market earlier on this season. I think the defense has taken a big step back. There's huge holes that can be exposed, whether that's running directly at Chase Young or just attacking their cornerbacks who haven't been good uh, th- this season. So personally, I think this game is honestly like close to a 50-50 coin flip. I can see San Fran winning by margin. That's certainly within the range of outcomes. Uh, but I like Kansas City in this game. I trust Patrick Mahomes. I trust Andy Reid over Kyle Shanahan. I trust the Chiefs defense a lot more right now. Uh, I'm expecting a close game. And when you give me plus money on one of the, the teams in what I expect to be a coin flip game, I'm going to take it. You better you bet with Nick and Ken live from Radio Row here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, joined by pro sports better Rob Bazola on Twitter at his name, at uh, Rob Bazola. Uh, Rob, how you betting the total coming up on Super Bowl Sunday? No, no consideration for the total whatsoever. 
Um, I think this is fine. We're seeing like, I, I think some books are starting to move a little bit to the over in this game. I, I don't have a strong opinion one way or another. I do think subjectively, I do lean towards the under more than anything, just because of how I envision these teams attacking one another. We got that, that Baltimore game against Kansas City where, you know, just a horrible offensive game plan where you look at a team in Kansas City that's not very good at defending the run. And Baltimore, Todd Munkin seemed to just like outsmart himself. And yeah, the Chiefs are going to try to stop the run. Let's try to pass the ball on them. And that didn't work. I don't think the 49ers will do that. I think it'll be a heavy running approach. I think they'll attack the middle of the field with some play action as well. And on the other side of things, I think the Chiefs are going to do similar. Try to establish the run. That's kind of been their bread and butter for a while now. They don't take many downfield shots. It's a lot of stuff in the screen game. Wide receiver screens to Rasheed Rice. A lot of Pacheco out of the backfield. And because of that, I don't see a lot of explosive plays in this game. I just see teams moving the ball methodically down the field, those six, seven, eight-minute drives. And then you got to rely on touchdowns instead of field goals. So subjectively, I lean to the under here. But I won't play the total in this game unless we see like some substantial movement here. Rob, why don't we talk about Super Bowl MVP for just a minute? Maybe we can do props afterwards as well. Uh, you know, you know how this award always goes. It's a quarterback a lot of the time, uh, except when it's not. Except when you have like a, a strong defense or something kind of funny happens. Some of the Patriots Super Bowls had some kind of funny winners. Is this because the way the market shape in this game is like if the Chiefs win, it's Mahomes. Like shut up, don't say anything else. And if the Niners win, it could be anybody. Like it could be McCaffrey, it could be somebody else. Purdy is not as likely to win. Do you see it that way? Do you think this MVP market is interesting this year? Let's say in about a minute. Well, I, I do see it that way. However, you have to incorporate the prices into everything as well, right? Like Patrick Mahomes is plus 135 at BetMGM to win the MVP right now. I don't think that's a great bet. He's very likely to win it if Kansas City wins the game. But there are scenarios here where someone else can win it. And now so other, other people might point to past Super Bowls where Mahomes didn't have the greatest game and still won it. But you could have scenarios here where Mahomes throws for one touchdown and Isaiah Pacheco runs for two and Pacheco gets it. Like, this is within reason. So I don't think that's a good price. On the other side of things, yeah, absolutely. It's way more wide open for San Francisco. But Brock Purdy's plus 230. Like, if I was going to pick the most valuable bet on the 49ers, it's their quarterback right now who's being priced in that range considering they're the favorite in the game. Of course, we can make tons of arguments for other people. I think George Kittle is potentially live. I think Christian McCaffrey's potentially live. But like when we're incorporating the price into it, Purdy's probably the best bet for MVP uh, in the entire game, honestly, even though I don't like San Francisco to win. Rob, let's close with this. Uh, you had uh, the hammer did, and people can find it on YouTube. Forward Progress, right, is the YouTube channel for people to find. A big, like, Super Bowl prop spectacular. You were kind enough to have me on yeah, the, the show. Prop yeah, on you, it. yeah, the prop. Well, we'll see. The one and only, one and only prop game. Yeah, the one. And by the way, one is a number that's not in the number of, of props that I've won on the show. I am zero and two. Make hopefully make it one and two uh, with the prop that I gave out yesterday on the show. People can find that on the Forward Progress YouTube page as part of Rob's Hammer Betting Network. So, Rob, you had a lot of us on to give you our favorite prop bet for Super Bowl Fifty Eight. What's your lock of the millennium prop bet coming up that absolutely cannot lose for the Super Bowl here? We have about a minute for the answer. Yeah, so I'm, I I know, Nick, you like Debo over in the rushing game. I like Debo under in the receiving game. I would wait to play this till the last minute. A lot of people are pivoting because they think, well, Brandon Ayuk's going to get covered by Legereus Need. Debo's going to have a big game. Trent McDuffie's on that side. Trent McDuffie's a very good tackling corner. He only missed 11 tackles all season. He doesn't get targeted a lot. And when you look at Debo, Debo's not running a lot of deep routes. It's a lot of short, intermediate routes. 
I don't think he can accumulate enough yards after catch in this game because of the way that Kansas City's cornerbacks tackle. So personally, I think Debo Samuel in the passing game, everyone's overrating him because of the Ayuk situation. I think Debo is likely, I don't want to say to get erased, but he's faced good pass defenses this year, and he's done nothing in those games against top 10 EPA pass defenses. I think this is another scenario where the wide receivers aren't great for Kansas City, uh, for San Fran. I like Kittle. I like McCaffrey. Don't like the receivers. So I'll say Debo Samuel under, it uh, looks like 57 and a half receiving yards right now at BetMGM. But wait until later for obvious reasons. 10 seconds to go. What is the lock hockey winner for tonight? Oh, I have no idea. Absolutely. <laughs> Canucks Flyers parlay. No. Uh, you know what? Jack Hughes is back for the Devils, but we kind of waited for that news to filter in and we played the opposite side there. So I know that I'm on the Flames. I don't know at what price, but this was like a fade the Jack Hughes news type of situation in the oh, market. Great. So let's news. say and great. And great. Bet, bets made on the worst of the number if they win, still win. <laughs> right. Kuzmenko anytime goal there, too. Hey, many. Rob, hopefully we get, obviously, love having you on the entire football season. Hopefully we can do this more as we approach the NFL draft, my friends. Sounds good. Uh, enjoy the rest of the week in Vegas, guys. Uh, Rob on Twitter, at Rob Pizzola. Circles off as the podcast. Follow The Hammer on Twitter, at The Hammer HQ. Love our pal, Rob Pizzola. Two hours down, two more to go here from Radio Row on this Thursday. Coming up next to start hour number three, our BetQL Network teammate, Super Bowl champion linebacker, Brandon Marshall. Bringing the action of the big game to you. It's You Better You Bet, live from Radio Row in Las Vegas. So it's, that's Chiefs, but like not the way we think, basically. Okay, all right. And Kelly. Then, and then this is going to be. This. All right, so listen, oh, hold this right, real quick. We're, we're producing this in the moment. Right. We need you guys to share a microphone. Right. So, Alex, take that microphone away. Just share a microphone, girls, please. Kelly, your thoughts coming up on this. This is going to be now. a San Francisco case, it sounds like. Maybe no, a San yeah, Francisco yeah. case. So, I'm definitely on San Fran. Uh, I, I laid the money line 125. Okay. I ended up getting to the window with this team because this is my thought process. And I agree with everything Pam said, just sure. so you know. I think this is going to be a defensive game. I like it to be lower scoring, but I think the Niners are going to come out on top. And what have we seen specifically in the playoffs, right? The Niners playing from behind. Yeah. And that's something I want to be able to see from a team. We know what Patrick Mahomes does with two minutes left. I don't need to see that again. And it's probably a very feasible thing. I think this is going to come down to a lot. I feel like you're hard terrified. To argue. Yeah. Hard oh, to argue. Yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. If, if, they, if San Francisco leaves him 90-plus seconds... I am going to be absolutely and utterly terrified for my money line bet. However, I will say this, and Pam mentioned about the second half and what we've seen from this Chiefs defense. If you have just taken the Niners opponent second half, team total under for the last two years, you are a very wealthy man. And that's how I'm looking at this one. I think the Niners. Poor woman. Poor right. woman. Yeah. Uh, and that is very Why true. Why did so, I have to say that and not you? I don't know. Because I, I looked at you. And it was kind I, of fun I, that way. No, that was good. I'm, yeah, looking, that was I'm good. looking at two men. And so I just meant like hypothetically, all right. if you guys did it. Uh, but, and that has been a great bet all year long. It was a great bet against the Lions. It was a great bet against the Packers. Uh, that missed field goal definitely helped that come to fruition. But also, we're going to see this be a late. I like over three and a half field goals. I would yeah. not be surprised to see this be like a 27-17 final. Uh, Niners get the late win. Uh, Patrick Mahomes tries to be the hero. Maybe, maybe he gets that opportunity. I, I don't want to discredit anything he or Andy Reid has done. 
and and that's not what I'm here to do. I get a lot of flack for growing up as a Broncos fan. I'm like, I don't hate the Chiefs whatsoever. This team is well on their way to being uh, the second coming of, you know, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and the right. Patriots. And so they are going to get a lot of hate. But this is eerily reminiscent of the Bucks Super Bowl, where I was my only friend on the Bucks. I was sitting. We the- had Tampa. Yeah, yeah we like Tampa. I was, I was sitting in the clubhouse. Um, with my good friends and and next thing you know i you know i just it was like no sweat it was a no sweat winner i it just i know it and you never want to say my gut says right and in, in our industry i just have a feeling that that's how this game is going to play out okay. and i think when you when you're handicapping whether it's a prop side total you want to have a game script in your mind of how the game's going to play out and like i said i like over field goals, I like shortest touchdown, which is now pretty heavily juiced. Um, the under one and a half yards? Yeah, yep. I laid 140. I can't recommend laying much more than that at that point in time. I don't think there's a lot of value left. Um, and and I like maybe George Kittle anytime touchdown because we haven't seen – I want I want a guy that we haven't seen much of. The guys that we've seen a lot of during the, the playoffs. Pam mentioned underpassing yards to Patrick Mahomes. I love that one as well. Uh, but I think a lot of people are going to rush to bet Isaiah Pacheco. They're gonna rush to bet uh, what, Travis Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. Definitely, yeah. But, but, but tends I to hit a lot. But yeah. it, it does. But I, but I have to kind of wonder: Do we take a step back here and say, "Hey, maybe the bookmakers are giving this a little too much love at this point in time, and, and there's not a lot of value left." I also sure. think there's a point where you're too. I also think there's a point where you are too contrarian. <laughs> right. Travis Kelsey. I don't want to avoid Travis Kelsey. No, I want to take Travis Kelsey first touchdown. I want to take Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. Because he's been, uh, he's had this resurgence here in the postseason. I don't think it has anything to do with. Uh, he just was on bed rest here for a little while in week 16, 17, and 18. And now he's showing up in the big games where he needs to. And he's been the first touchdown in the playoffs. Also, sneakily, I really like Patrick Mahomes' first touchdown. Okay. Uh, for. Uh, that's 10 to 1. So under passing yards, but scoring a rushing touchdown. Scoring the a first rushing touchdown. touchdown. Um, yeah, because the two times that he has played against the Niners, he was the first touchdown. And obviously, you can't really look at stuff in the past and like way too heavily on it. But I know if, if there was any player to trust, it is Patrick Mahomes. I guess that's my issue. It's okay. just because he does something. So this is just a stack of stats episode that's happening right now, basically. Right. This is With one microphone. You better stack of stats. Yeah. We're just talk, we've right. been talking for a long time. Go yes, for no, it. Yes, please, no, please do. Yeah. I guess that's just where where my my side of things and looking at what the perceived value is, and that's why there isn't any in betting. You can bet Travis Kelsey. That doesn't mean he's not going to score a touchdown. But over the course of your betting history, if you're laying 30 cents or you're, you're taking something that should be plus 190, and you're only getting plus 150 repeatedly. Right. You're it's just not a good bet long term. That's all I'm saying. But Pam is the bet gonna win. But <laughs> it is. But Pam, Travis what do you Kelsey. think of Kelly's bet? What do you really think of it? Trash. <laughs> <laughs> like at that point, Listen, I didn't say I'm gonna go bet the nubs. Whoever right. decided we should share a mic. That was right. a terrible. There was idea. a no Kelsey <laughs> touchdown. It was just yeah. Whose idea uh, was it to share the mic? Because we are going back and forth on this. <laughs> so who uh who wins Super Bowl? So you you were saying Kelly, and I think it's a smart thought. Like. You gotta visualize how you think the game's gonna play out. That might lead you to some of the bets that you like. Sounds like you both kind of have a Kelly seems a little unsure, like, do I really want to go against Mahomes? But you both have a an idea how the game's gonna play out. If you're right, who wins Super Bowl MVP and like your vision? Sounds like not a quarterback, Pam, the way you kind of you've, you've seen it. So I have actually thought about this and uh last week my whole thought process was it's a quarterback league, it's a quarterback award. Sure. 
Patrick Mahomes. Whoever wins, that's who it is. Mahomes or it's going to be Purdy. However, I have now switched. Oh. And I did actually put some dollars on Travis Kelsey to win. Oh, MVP. hell yeah. That's and like my favorite battle. I not only believe that he's going, hey, Kelly's over here like, you are, you are absurd. A, are you a Swifty? I am not a Swifty. I, I, no, I am. Kelly is definitely I am, a Swift. Definitely. I am heavy Friendship metal. Uh, There's never yeah. been any person on the planet who was guaranteed to be less of a Swifty than Kelly Stewart. Unless Taylor Swift like produced a Tool song that I wasn't aware of, then I am not Lateralis. a Swifty. Lateralis. Lateralis is the best you one. You know what? But, You're correct. I'm, uh, <laughs> no, unless that, I can't name a single Taylor Swift song. But I think this is such a, this could be the year that it's so like narrative driven. And uh, Taylor Swift aside, this is potentially Travis Kelsey's final game. He's already like led Oh, you're preaching to the choir on this one. Keep exactly. talking. This is good. No. Yeah. I think he's not only could it be his final game, but I also watch a lot of player interviews. And you want to talk about the players. Um, who has Patrick Mahomes? Every single interview he has done, he is right out of the gate talking about the connection that he has with Kelsey and what he has done to help him as a quarterback in his career. We are here not because of me, not because of Andy Reid. It is my connection with Kelsey that we've had multiple games. We have big time. We have had big time moments. And he's preaching him a lot as if he's trying to be his own hype man. Sure. Could potentially have a big game against one of the worst secondaries in the league in the Niners. I don't care how good of a pass rush you claim to have. Nick Bosa hasn't done anything as of late. If Patrick Mahomes has a good game as a quarterback, Travis Kelsey is going to be on the receiving end of that. Potentially playing his final game of the career in the most narrative-driven of, yeah, bringing Taylor Swift into this. Um, I'm super Well, the convinced. fans vote. That's the thing. And, they have 20% of the and vote. And yeah. exactly. I think that's something that's not being mentioned. Kelly, enough. Kelly, tell us why you disagree. He better have three touchdowns if he's gonna if he's gonna win it. Do you uh, do you think That's, he would have won? Because you're kind of on the opposite side of this. Of, of Pam and I, we talk about this on the show in the Ravens game. Like, who would have won MVP of the Ravens game? Like, we think Kelsey would have won. Yeah, I would agree right? with that. I would so, say he was MVP of the Ravens. I, I mean, I had Patrick under passing yards in that game. I had Chiefs team total under. He was absolutely the MVP for the Chiefs in that game. Right, but. No, but, I just but in this game, it's going to be a little different, I, right? That's the all, idea. I don't think yeah. there's any value on him winning MVP. Right. First and like a fifteen to one kind of a price. Yeah. I, I think if I, I, it would take me. I'd have to look, but I would say probably in the mid twenties before okay. I would. Well, good that thing because like, Ken has about two hundred. Well, like well, yeah, ago. but that's, this isn't about me. This isn't about and me. That's, right, and so, that's great. Yeah. Then you made a great bet, right? And that's all that matters, right? At the end of the day, you made a great bet, and we'll see if it comes to fruition. But I think he's got to have two touchdowns. Okay. I, my concern, there's there's a couple concerns that I have as far as how the Chiefs' offense is going to run and what the Niners are going to do differently, right? From a defensive standpoint. If you don't double team Travis Kelsey, I don't see how you don't win this football game. Like you that's going to have to be game plan number 1. Now on the flip side, offensively, if the Niners don't run the football like the Ravens did, I think that that, that right there is their Achilles heel. They're giving up 114 yards a game on the ground. That is their one little asterisk on the defensive side of the ball that the Ravens of all teams should have exploited. Right. I don't know why they got away from that. I don't want to relive the fact that I lost that Super Bowl ticket that was just absolutely beautiful. <laughs> there was a lot of Ravens liability out there. There was a lot of stuff. Wait, so who wins MVP? So not so, so not these so, guys. So right. I don't think it's going to actually right. be. I, I told you this is there's a couple of spots where this is eerily reminiscent. This also reminds me of that Panthers Broncos Super Bowl where Von Miller oh, okay. won Super Bowl MVP, right? Why? Because Peyton was just kind of a statue out there. He might sure. have been an offensive player. With a broken neck. He had a broken neck. Yeah, he was, yeah. was broken, right? right? Yeah, and then, but, broken. but he did enough to get it going. But who did more? Von Miller, plus that strip. Uh, I think it was like a strip. Bump, yeah, DeMarcus Ware bump. helped. And yep. DeMar Marcus yep. won, you know, DeMarcus Ware helped. And ultimately, the pressure that they were able to put. And Cam Newton is not has not been the same since. He didn't I talk mean, to the media after the game. That was the big that, story. Yeah. I mean, that's stormed away. I defended him after that happened. Oh, no, that's good. That was probably yeah. a great Twitter video. Yeah. yeah. 
It probably was. But my, my point being is I'm wondering. So now I'm going to start looking for maybe a Niners defensive player. Like around okay. the 70 to 100 to 1 type of guy. I haven't decided if it's going to be Warner or Nick Bosa. Pam said Nick Bosa is just kind Dre of. Dre Greenlaw had two picks against uh, Pam. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Do, you, uh, do you hate Kelly? <laughs> Her and I, uh, what was it? It was like like October. Like our friendship is not going to survive. Who uh, who, uh, who had a better season? And it just not mean that one is like better than the other. Just curious. Who had a better I season? I had a horrific season. If she had a worse season than me, she should retire. I Nick, had a horrific NFL Nick stirring season. the pot here, clearly. Yeah, just, pot, I, so, no, yeah. I, I, I have like, like two of my friends. Of course, but yeah. Kelly, oh, I'm just going to say, like Kelly wants to take a defensive prop on the Niners, who only one 49er has had a sack in the Pam, postseason. Pam, look her in the eye and tell her why she's right. wrong. <laughs> because I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, look her in the eye and respond to, yeah. respond to Pam. Like I said, I think if you look at the game script and figure out what's going on, what have the Niners done so wrong? No, don't look the, at me. Look at Pam. In the last two game sample size. <laughs> I can't. I can't even do it without laughing. Uh, and that's why this show that we do is so absurd and ridiculous. Uh, Can we then like segue into why I'm a minus 500 favorite to, in a hypothetical beatdown? <laughs> All right. So so just because so, we're, we're, we're running out of time. There was like a hypothetical MM. Yeah. I'll say that I'll say this about Kelly. Kelly is like one of the I, our relationship has always been great. You've always been very nice to me. I think Kelly like underrated, very nice person. We appreciate it. We're out of time. Uh, Kelly in Vegas at Pamela M35. Outkick, Wager Talk, Stack of Stats podcast. Check out Pam on VSIN and also BetMGM Game Day leading up to our show, Countdown to Kick Off NFL Sundays on the BetQL Network. Great to see you girls. Good luck with the bets, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Good stuff. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I I kind of kind of wanted to see like a little some some fireworks potentially. I like it. and for the for the first time all week somebody showed up and said like oh I kind of like Kelly. <laughs> we didn't do the MMA like two way market with the uh, with who would you bet in a hypothetical fight? But yeah, Travis Kelsey MVP. I have a friend. This is good. You have a friend. All right, awesome. That's uh, my who's only one. Next? Oh, Pizzola's coming up next. Yeah. Pro sports better Rob Pizzola joins Nick and Ken to talk Super Bowl Fifty Eight on the other side on a Thursday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.